stared at the guy. Jerk, she hollered as the SUV sped away. A second pair of headlights in the alley caught her attention. The car was just sitting there. Its passenger door opened. She immediately recalled the gunshots just prior to the SUV exiting the alley. Oh, no. Aaron jerked her backpack off and ran to the car. She spotted the passenger on the ground, saw a leg move, then looked at the driver who was completely still. Going for the driver, she jerked open the door and froze at the sight of the gun and badge pinned to his belt. Cops. Aaron stared at the crimson stain spreading across his chest. A wave of nausea washed over her. She shook off the reaction and checked for a pulse with one hand while unbuttoning his shirt with the other. He had a chest wound, but his pulse was strong. She got on the car radio, gave their location, and reported officers down and in need of immediate medical attention. She then gave a description of the SUV and driver. Can you repeat the description, ma'am? The female dispatcher asked. Early to mid-twenties, tall, stocky build, athletic, black hair, mustache, black t-shirt, diamond stud, and left ear. There was a passenger I couldn't see. I don't know if it was male or female. Can I get your name, please? Addison? A male spoke from the other side of the car. The voice sounded weak. She dropped the mic and ran around to the passenger side of the car. He managed to sit up and was leaning against the front wheel. She opened his shirt. He had a bad shoulder wound but would live. Sir, I need you to lie back down. My partner, is he? He's going to be fine. So are you. She looked around for something she could use to elevate his feet. She spotted a wooden crate near the dumpster and dragged it over. With her arms wrapped around him, she eased him back down, then lifted his legs onto the crate. He started to stir again. Please, you must lay still. Grabbing the keys from the ignition, she went to search the trunk for a first aid kit and a blanket. Logan drifted in and out of consciousness. His shoulder felt like it was on fire. He never imagined getting shot would hurt this bad. He looked up at his rescuer. Moments ago, she'd sounded so calm and collected as she'd given a detailed description of the driver over his police radio. She was far from that now. Even her hands shook as she applied pressure to his wound. Though she avoided looking at him, he had seen the tears glistening in her eyes. She had a gentle touch, soothing even, and she was beautiful. The rain had drenched her green scrubs and her dark shoulder-length hair was matted to the sides of her face and neck. She was wearing credentials. The photo ID turned so that only Mercy General Hospital could be seen. Are you a nurse? No. He heard sirens drawing near. A doctor? She started to stand, but he tightened his grip on her hand. Where are you going? I'm sorry. I've got to go. The words seemed ripped from her lips, as if she had no choice. Logan watched her run awkwardly the length of the alley. She was hurt. Had she been shot, too? She stooped over, picked up a backpack, and then slipped it over her shoulder. His eyes narrowed. He saw a bike lying on its side. Relief swept over him. She hadn't been shot, only wrecked her bike. He recalled the description she'd given of the shooter. So much detail. If she'd gotten that good a look at the shooters, then they'd gotten an even better look at her. As he watched her disappear into the darkness, he prayed the Lord would watch over her until he was back on his feet and could find out who she was. How in the world did you manage this? Aaron smiled at her sister-in-law's question. It was 4.30 in the morning, and for the last 45 minutes, she'd been picking gravel out of Aaron's left thigh and forearm. 
Aaron had hoped to slip into the shelter and crash on the sofa in the recreation room until it was time to start serving breakfast, but Emma had somehow gotten word of her accident and had come over from the parsonage to check on her. Some jerk pulled out in front of me. It was either chance road rash or a concussion. I'm thinking I should have gone with the concussion. Not without a helmet, you don't. Please tell me the bicycle was totaled. Aaron looked up at her sister-in-law. There was only a year's difference in their age, but in the last two years, Emma had taken on more of a mothering role in her life than a big sister. That's mean. Is she decent? Emma quickly covered Aaron's bare thigh as Bobby entered the recreation room. She's lucky to be alive, that's what she is. Sorry, Aaron. No sign of your bike. That figures. She glanced up and saw Emma smile. I didn't say a word. No, but you were thinking it. You do realize that bike is my only transportation. I'm sure.